Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, welcome back to another episode of So TV. I am Tony. And I'm Marlon. And we're back for episode four. Indeed, indeed. How are you feeling about the season so far? Um, I think there's like good parts that are happening and I could still lose some stuff and not be sad about it. Um, but there are yeah. sprinkles of good parts that looks like they're kind of fleshing it out, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can tell like maybe the writers aren't that good at developing the story, but once it's getting into it, mm. I'm starting to get more more attached. Right, right. I was listening to, um, do you listen to Joe Budden's podcast? Yes. I think like a couple of weeks ago, he brought up this point that I thought made sense, sort of. And he was saying how he blames the network star stars or whatever mm, that it airs on yeah. or like the lack of writing or the lack of story development budget yeah, yeah yeah apparently they don't have a very large budget which means they can't afford the best of writers or a lot of writers for that matter mm-hmm. um so apparently that's hurting the show and he's blaming the network yeah and not 50 and then also like them being in limbo in terms of are you gonna have eight episodes are you gonna have 10 episodes what's happening so i guess uh where it feels kind of rushed where the where maybe they thought they had more episodes and then they find out Mm -hmm. that they have less so they're trying to wrap it up really quickly and then yeah yeah i can understand that to an extent but it's not an excuse (laughs) i know people with far less resources making dope quality content look at money and violence that's true popped off the other like a couple years ago same type of feel completely lower budget (laughs) you could tell through the production value everything like that that's true but yet they made a compelling story and had some pretty good actors in there and started a wave like a lot of people were talking about that show online i remember that being the first like web series especially black web series Uh that i ever saw memes being made about oh really other than like awkward black girl i can't think of another yeah. web series that was that polarizing yeah you know that's I mean? true and that that people were talking about it that's yeah. really true it's really true to the point where there's memes i'm like that's why because <laughs> i didn't understand a lot of them because i hadn't watched the show but I'm, I'm seeing them fly all over the timeline yeah. so much that it made me want to watch the show that's true i never got into the show i think i maybe watched like a half episode but i never really got into it yeah the production value was just it's too low. I couldn't, couldn't get it. Into I it. couldn't fight through it. I couldn't power through it. <laughs> couldn't support no pun intended. I couldn't power through it. <laughs> oh my glasses. Um, okay, so you ready to get into this episode? Yes, yes, let's do it. Okay, so of course we're not going to go into every single detail that happened, but just talk mm. about the um bigger moments, I guess. Tony's highlights of the night. <laughs> I think we should make that like a segment. <laughs> Oh, I know. We got to work out like different segments. I think we should do it like you should do like highlights of the night. Okay. And then maybe like Tony's turning point. Ooh, Ooh I like that. A little alliteration there. Oh, I like Tony's that. Tony's turning point, like I your like favorite it. part 
or shift in the in the show. I like that. We'll work on it. Okay, well, yeah, I'm like, we'll talk about that. We'll later. work on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first and foremost, very important. I think that the writers might be listening to this podcast hey. because there was a sighting of the youngest St. Patrick. And if you noticed. Oh, my. Yes. Yes, there was. Yaz made an appearance. When they said her name, She's I was alive. like, that sounds so familiar. Where do I know that She's name alive. From? She's yes. alive and well. She's yes. alive and well. And she made an appearance. I wonder why they decided to bring her back. I feel like maybe because a lot there of people were, were like, two children in this show that I decided I was like, when did you guys decide these two kids were going to make like, who was the other kid? Proctor got a kid. Oh, yeah. Proctor oh got no, a kid? But she, no, no, no. She was, she was, she made an appearance one at a time. One. Exactly. <laughs> these kids. Not it's like, is it the, is it stars? Is it stars we need to blame for this? Can they not afford these children <laughs> popping up in every episode? Maybe not. This, you know how much it is, is to have a child on set? Maybe not. I don't I, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Touche. Insurance, insurance right? reasons. All yeah. kinds. The parents got to be there. All, you know, I don't know. But yeah, she, <laughs> she made a sighting. Uh, so Yaz is alive and well. Um, I think the overall storyline through this episode was Teresi. And him coming yep. out and who believes him, who doesn't, who thinks him coming out is sketchy, but who's still giving him the respect because it's Teresi and he would never snitch. So I think that was like yeah. the overall storyline in this episode, mm-hmm. beginning with Ghost and Kanan, um, I guess them joining together to figure out whether Teresi is a liability or not. Yeah, yeah, it's more so Kanan just staring it in that direction. But go he's just like using ghosts uh fears about this, which are actually pretty on point for once. Yeah. Uh about, you know, Teresi possibly being out for an ulterior motive and like Kanan wants that. <laughs> he wants as much turmoil between that family as humanly possible, especially between Tommy and Ghost relationships, so uh, he's feeding into it, definitely, off rip. That's true. And uh, Ghost is just taking a bait, man, as usual. That's true. Have you figured out what Kanan's motive is? Like, we can obviously see that he is trying to tear them apart, but have you... I, there's something... I His motive is money. Think his so? motive is always money and himself. Like, that's always what his motivation is. My thing is, like, he's been so consistent in that, it's hard for me to believe that Ghost would automatically think Teresi's up to something and he knows nothing about Teresi to that extent. But with Kanan, it was just like, yeah, brother, come help. Like, <laughs> even though you know my background, you know I'm a snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I trust you. Yeah, that's true. Like, and he trusts him enough to talk to him about Teresi yeah. and how he doesn't trust Teresi, which is, is so weird. Like, I get that they were friends before, but... There's been too much that's happened since then oh. for you to not be having the same anxiety around Kanan. That like, is true. He talk he talks so freely around Kanan. All of a sudden, Tommy seems to be the only person that has his guard up. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, I'm realizing that Tommy is, and I'm and I like that because I feel like there's a little bit of him that trusts him, sort of. But then you see those little instances where he's like, "Why are you asking me so much questions?" So you can tell that yeah. he's like, "Nah, something's not right here." This is probably Tommy's best acting performance, in my opinion, of the entire show. The entire? Like, no. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. I don't know about I don't that. think he had a better acting. Pro- he's not a very 
come on, he's not. Okay, he's, he's not, not the, the best. He's not the best. Obviously, <laughs> he's not the best white guy that's <laughs> friends with black guys. Like he's not. <laughs> he, he's not the best Bubba Sparks. He's just like. <laughs> he's just like really obnoxious and loud at times. But I, this episode, I saw some nuance i saw some like moments of like him really taking this to another level and not being able to read his reactions to certain things which i thought was telling that's true because he doesn't know how to react in certain situations himself so i think it was good to see a lot of them don't know how to react to situations i find yeah the reactions are so angela oh angela (laughs) she's the worst anyways we're gonna talk about angela right now um so we also see that Ghost is having a really hard time with grieving um, his daughter. And for some reason, he's mm. blaming everything on Tasha for whatever reason. I don't really know. Oh, because he's selfish. He's always been selfish. Yeah. and it's, He's very selfish. I don't him. know. I'm wondering if the writers are trying to make us feel sympathetic for Ghost or err more on the the side of, yeah, what you said of him being selfish and and inconsiderate and kind of abandoning his family once again not Mm -hmm. sure i feel like they didn't really take a unique route with um the whole grieving Mm -hmm. thing it's kind of just seems like they sat in a room and said okay what do people do when they grieve okay these are the stages we'll have ghosts go through this then this Mm -hmm. then this so like he had the whole revenge kill thing where it's like you feel like you want to hurt somebody because you lost somebody he had the drinking phase where he turns to a substance that will like take him out of his out of his current state of mind to another state. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, not only that, but like he's starting to see Reyna um, in places, and he's mm-hmm. blaming other people for his own problems. So it's like it seems it's like textbook grieving things right. that they attach to. Right. And um, he seems to just be going through those motions. So I don't know what's next on the grieving list, <laughs> but <laughs> at some point he's going to have to take responsibility for his own actions and stop blaming Tasha. I, I Listen, Tasha's to blame for a lot of things, but I th- he definitely took it overboard this episode. Oh, thousand percent. Him just saying like, uh, the speech would have been fine and the event would have went well if she just came and this is all her fault and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And it was just like, okay, yeah, you're doing way too much. Like, you guys are clearly grieving in two different ways. Yeah. And, I, and of course, I'm assuming, like, this is... I've never had to deal with the death of, you know, a daughter. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming anger and placing blame is a part of it. Yeah. Um, so, hmm... So are you just thinking that it's like too cliche? Um, too cliche and just like, I don't know. It just seems like they could go about it in a way where it they're both kind of going through. Because I feel, I feel like something like a death brings people together more than it splits them apart. Mm. And there's no, there's been no moment where I've seen togetherness with them. That's true. It's just been at odds. Like, just like when she was alive, they were at odds. You know right. what I mean? You'd right. You think something like that would bring them to closer together. Her being as transparent as she was with Tariq, that should have been a moment that was shared with both of them. You right. You know what I mean? Like, right. that would have been a really cool moment. And it would, been, it would be cool to see Tasha on his side right now when he kind of needs that help because, like, 
there's so many other moving parts that are happening right now that she doesn't even know is happening. Right. But maybe that's just their way of kind of like finalizing what this is and not mm. muddling those lines between, okay, are they actually going to get back together? Are they going to be a thing? Or are they really going to like make that clear line of like, nope, Tasha's over here, Ghost yeah. is over here. And they're kind of having to deal with life together just because of the circumstances, uh-huh. not you know what I mean? Yeah. Not because they're like falling in love with each other all over again. <laughs> Just oh, make gosh. sense. I don't know. Um, then also in this episode, a lot happened with Proctor. Yes. First with his crackhead baby moms that came Is out he of crackhead nowhere. Or method? I don't know which kind of head. Um, <laughs> I'm going to assume meth. You think? Why? 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 <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like crack is just too easy. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and we've had enough crack in this in this show. This is true. And fiends of crack, where I feel like he'd be used to that type of environment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and not so off put by it. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like she's doing meth. Okay. Angel fine. does so something. Meth head baby moms <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Their whole scene I find I found was like super awkward when she came and was like mommy like she first of all just appears in his house and they try to like play it off like oh it looks like you're still on the list yeah that what list grants access to doors to that yeah to your house though to your home like you can (laughs) come and you can come into the lobby you can even go up the elevators but at a time where like First of all, you had a dead body in your house at some <laughs> right. point. Um, right. There are criminals walking in and out <laughs> talking to you all the time. You'd think that you'd be like, yo, doorman, yeah, don't let nobody in this bitch unless Not you call even. me. Not <laughs> even. Exactly. And then um, maybe lock your doors. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, get, I get that power. I had to find a way around that. So they just kind of like, oh, yeah, you're on the list. Uh, I, and I then she comes that. in. Yeah, because I'm assuming if she just came to the door, he would just close the door. Exactly. Like, he wouldn't nah. have even let her in. So they had to cheat that somehow. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> powers right to strike again. <laughs> Authenticity, people. Authenticity. You got to keep um, consistent. <laughs> right? <laughs> and if it wasn't any more authentic, and if it wasn't any more obvious that they're trying to rush and pack things in. Yeah. The woman walks in the door, doesn't even take off her coat, Starts making a list of a grocery list of promises yeah. <laughs> that she can't like, keep. Bitch, nobody a, even asked you. No one asked you all this. <laughs> this child can't even comprehend what you're talking she's about. She's still right like, now. if you looked at the little girl, she's still like looking at her like. She but like, how did you get inside? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, how are you here? <laughs> how did you get here? <laughs> Baby girl. And she gives her a thirty day coin, and she's like, "I'll put these with the rest." <laughs> the shade. I was like, that is some eight-year-old shade if I've ever heard one. My God. For real. For real. That's I'll exactly how kids are, too. With the rest. <laughs> Jeez. And she, like, tries to bring it upstairs, and Proctor's like, leave that right here. Like, what's <laughs> yeah. going on? Give me the coin. Give me the coin. <laughs> it, was, it was just a mess. She, yeah. She packed in a lot of promises really quickly, and I was like, okay, this is one of those rush scenes. Right. Where, like, right. she cheats the doorman, she comes in, gives the promises, but we're just supposed to know that she exists and she knows something about Proctor that we don't know. Right. And that's why, like, I wrote in my notes, what does this have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is going to come back into play and, like, this girl is going to have something on Proctor that he's going to well, need or whatever. I yeah. Yeah. Well, she said she said some things that seemed very, um, like... Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Like she was, she had something up her sleeve or yeah. like she knew something. Yeah. She and knows then Proctor 
immediately thinks to just text ghost. So I was like, yeah. Um, is this is this guy trying to get like is he gonna tell Gosa just Dunner? Probably. <laughs> like, is it that serious what she knows? Like, probably. Because I don't see why else he would text Ghost. Well, they met up and they talked, right? They they Did spoke they? about yeah they spoke about um how you gotta keep um Teresi on the low like don't say anything to him yet right right because um he doesn't know what his motives might be. Right. For now, it checks out. Yeah, I remember Um, that. And yeah, like Go said, like Proctor is always just looking out for himself in the end. Even though it seems like he has his his client's best interest at heart, Mm -hmm. you could tell it's always about covering his own ass. Yeah, but I think that trickles down to his clients, right? So Mm -hmm. if he's in something with his clients, if Something needs to be done to cover his ass, which then in turns will cover his client's ass. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, but that's the only time he speaks up. If it's just to cover his client's ass and it has nothing to do with him, mm-hmm. he, you never see Proctor. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even see this guy in the episode. He's not yeah. even there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's I don't true. know. It just seems like, uh, what's his name? John Mock has a hard on for trying to get him disbarred. He does. It's, it's pretty like <laughs> lethal at this point. Yeah. And I can't tell if it, John Mock just wants Angela's job or if this is just like he's just being a good cop because he doesn't seem like a good cop. He doesn't. He doesn't. I don't. You're right. Like, I don't know what his motives are either. And I think even that I would rather to know more about that storyline yeah. because I think. I'm interested in him and his character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of like put him on the sideline a bit. I mean, he is trickled in in this video, in the episode here and there. But really knowing why he's doing all this stuff is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because they never show his personal life. Um, they never show the other blonde cop. I can't mm-hmm. remember what his name is. They never show his personal life. It just seems like they're there to just like fuck with the plot a little right. bit. You know what right. I mean? And um they never, yeah, they never really tell you what their intentions are, but they're always painted as not so nice cops. Yeah, and I don't know assholes. if it's because I'm rooting for the bad guy why they seem that way, <laughs> but it just they they move very shysty. Even yeah. when they were they were calling Teresi like, "Hey, got any news for you, buddy?" <laughs> like it just seemed very juvenile and like, yeah. "Oh, what's the tea?" Like <laughs> the other man's just listening on the phone. They didn't even put on speaker. Like it was. <laughs> It was weird. It, it was, was odd. so weird. It was so weird. Yeah, I do wish that they would like flesh that out a little bit, mm-hmm. but can't really depend on them to do that, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and then the other kind of like big thing that played out in this episode was the cops and the arrest of the Jimenez siblings, I guess they are now, instead yeah. of the Jimenez, um, Jimenez brothers. Yeah. The one thing that was so weird to me, I don't know if you caught this, when um, Angela they arrested them or whatever, and Angela was there. And as, like, Alicia was walking by Angela, she's like, got, got you, you now, now bitch. bitch. And I was like, you literally just found out that she even existed. You guys thought these were brothers like, this whole time. What is what this you got you now? Yeah, like you guys didn't have for her for years. <laughs> yeah. You guys never had me. I don't even think she knows who you are. So what are you even talking about? It was very odd to me. And it was very odd to me that... Um, the Jimenez sister, camera, Alicia? Alicia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was odd to me that, that Angela was the only person she stared at, as if they knew each other or some mm-hmm. shit. Right, but... Like, 
I, I hope that's some sort of backstory. That'd be kind of cool if they like went to high school together or some shit. Like, but that's a, but the only problem with that is when Angela was in, they were in their police war room or whatever, and she figured out that the Alicia girl, the sister, was really a part of the cartel. It wasn't uh-huh. like. It didn't seem to me like, oh fuck, I can't believe that this girl, like it's I know her, blah 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 yeah, blah yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. da da. It was just like, oh shit, it's yeah, yeah. you siblings, not brothers. And my thing was like, as a cop, that's you know closing one of the biggest cases of your career. Why would you want to jeopardize it by trying to show some sort of bias, right? With saying, "Got you now, bitch." Yeah. Like, <laughs> Everything you can and say will be held against you in the court of law <laughs> is what the rights say, I'm pretty sure. So saying that would have some form of bias into getting the person. And you could use that with a lawyer. I guess. So once again, Angela being a bad cop. As usual. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just an, it was interesting. Very interesting. I like how the Jimenez brother, I like how they gave him that moment where he takes his own gun out and puts it in my yeah. back pocket. Yeah. I like that because it shows that he's not an idiot. Yeah. Even though he's As so they're painting like, him out to be. Yeah. He's so aggressive, but he's, he's still kind of smart. Yeah. They really like try to play him this episode, like really made him seem like the idiot little brother that has no sense. But he is, he's the, he's the brother that just does wild shit, even though he is the like, the foot soldier kind of of the mm-hmm. of both bosses he's still like fuck the threesomes and the coke and yeah. leaving that gold gun where they could f- where the police could find it like right he does a lot of idiotic things where now it seems like she wants him killed yeah but i think maybe that maybe i maybe i missed something in mm-hmm. like the subsequent episodes but like I never really got how his behavior was really fucking with their operation mm-hmm. until they like made it very clear in this episode. So maybe I don't know if I missed something or they just made it make made sure to make it clear this episode. I think it speaks to Alicia's professionalism with the whole thing, because it's like you still want to paint yourselves as perfectly fine. Like we don't fuck up. We're bosses, respect us, fear us type thing, right? So right. even if they do fuck up, I doubt <clears throat> she would make it obvious to anyone else. Right, right. And um, especially because you don't want to make it look like you have a weak link among the bosses. That's true. Yeah, that's true. With these gangsters, it's like whenever they see the weak link, like just like how Kanan sees that guy getting, you know, colder and colder with Dre, it, they they can be used very easily yeah. from the opposition. yeah. By the ops. Ops. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> don't ever call me the ops. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that means? That <laughs> <laughs> was an idiot. Oh, God, I love Joe. Um, did you also realize, and obviously it was shown in other episodes, but even more apparent now, how much Dre is so bitch made? Like, yeah. one second they try to make him so tough, but then Alicia walks in the room and this man looks like he's he about cowers. to piss his pants. He cowers. I said this, I was watching it with someone, I was like, yo, Dre is never not bummy. Like, For real. there's something about him and physical contact. Or even just being in a room where someone is is uh, a, a level up from him, yeah. that makes him seem like a measly coward. Like yeah. he's just such. And I get that he is. They want him to be looked at as a as a coward in, in the long run. But all these flex your chest moments he has, don't 
make sense with right. how he acts. Like right, exactly. I think that's the ball he flexes his chest with those black yep. guys. He flexes his chest with Arturo and and those guys. He flexes his chest. So it's like I, I don't know. Like it, and then they they it's like they try to give him too many personalities. Yeah. But then at the same time, he's some criminal mastermind <laughs> that knows now that he should play chess and get close to Ghost. Right. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Was it his conversation? Was it Cristobal he was having a conversation with? Yeah. And then he was just like, yeah, hold on. I'm about to go do exactly something. I know. Do. Yeah. I'm and like, then he, what? what? Five seconds? <laughs> Ten seconds ago, y'all were perplexed. Now you know exactly what Ex- to do. Yeah. I don't even get that. And I, I don't know if you remember, but what, what was that conversation that made him realize that that's what he had to do? Um, do you remember? I can't remember. It was a conversation with Alicia and her wanting Cristobal to run the, the club operations. Yeah. And um, also to, just to get the heat off of them. And at the same time, he realized, like, yo, if, I, if I'm in the public with Ghost, then I don't have to worry about Ghost. Got you. Like, he thinks that Ghost won't still fuck him up. Right. Whereas Ghost is just like, oh, oh, you just, you just came right into my hands. Like, this is perfect. Right, right. Though they don't, I don't, well, yeah, because Tommy was there and he's seen their whole interaction when they were at the the airport hangar or whatever. Which I also found weird. I'm like, you guys are bosses and gangsters of to a certain extent where it's like, why is Tommy within 30 feet of the madman <laughs> staring through a cage with a big blue Camaro? Yo, the most so big noise. car ever. <laughs> The no, yo, the car sound like uh, an engine was like souped up. Like <laughs> the car was so loud. I'm like, this is crazy. His man. car is so, and everybody knows his car. So I'm oh just like, okay, goodness. Tommy's just gonna be there. No one's gonna see him coming in. Just sure, whatever. Beat. Whatever. Nafisha uh, strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when, so then when Alicia, well, the Jimenez whole people get um, arrested. And the Steve guy, remember the guy that Angela yep. met and stuff like that? He comes down. Real nigga. Okay. That's my dog. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Nah, it's great. Um, can I try? I think I watched the scene like twice and maybe I'm just, I'm just not paying attention. I don't know. But can you explain to me their conversation? Steve and Alicia's conversation? Because I Steve don't. Steve and Alicia? Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically she's too important. The cartel is too important for them to get arrested at this point. They, they're because too they're like big. protecting they the border too much kind money. of thing. Yeah. They protect the borders. There's a lot less killings at the borders, a lot less illegals. So it's like they're good for the government. It's just like a lot of these drug guys mm. that are out right now that you never hear about <laughs> yeah. that are funneling millions and millions, almost billions of dollars every year. And the government doesn't stop them because they're – they're either too large yeah. to be stopped or too important. They're actually helpful. They're actually helpful in some sort of way. So I think that's kind of what she was saying and why she was like completely unbothered in there because she knew, like, come on, guys. You're not, you're not arresting me. Okay, so then what does that mean then? Like, so why were we talking about the Jimenez people for, like, you know? Well, to- that's because, the, like you said, it was a higher pay grade. Than they were used to, so like at their, their level of policing, it seems like a no, no, no. I mean, no, I mean, no, no. I understand that. I understand why the cops would be, but I'm wondering, like, 
well, then why was this such a focus of a storyline if at the end of it, it would just be like, well, actually, we're not going to arrest them. Bye. Hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if that was going to be the conclusion all along, like, why did we spend so much time and got so invested, even though their conversations never made any sense to me? Because I don't understand cartel speak. Mm-hmm. But why, why was this so drawn out for this arrest? Unless, I mean, unless it's going to, they're going to figure out a way to double back and find a loophole or something to arrest them. But if this is higher than their thing, pay but if this grade, yeah. is higher than their pay grade and they're never going to be able to arrest the Yemenis siblings, then why did we talk about this for so yeah, long? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that part of the story unfolds because I'm like, okay, what's Angela's next move? She just got Angela'd. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she literally did, they literally did what she did to, the, to internal affairs where she take took Raymond Jones' uh, evidence and information, and now she has it locked away in her desk in her office. So it's like... Oh, yeah, remember that They did the same thing to her, like, hey, this is above your pay grade, Um, you're now off this case, blah, blah, blah. So it's like... With these storylines, I notice with cops, usually when they're so invested in in a crime or whatever, they just don't let up. Yeah. So... That's true. She'll find a way to, like... She'll find a way to continue on the case. Yeah. And, um probably won't end up making arrest an arrest until some people are dead and it's like end of the season and <laughs> everybody's just <laughs> fucked up and like most of them are dead and she can only lock up one one of them and be yeah. like yes <clears throat> and then, it'll end up being alicia oh yeah pro- well, you think her so? brother's oh. definitely gonna die oh yeah yeah he's yeah he's probably gonna he's too do reckless. something so fucking stupid and yeah. then they're just gonna kill him but now that you know Angela has some time on her hands and ghosts his family left him. We all know what that means now. What they set up for the end. I mean, of the, the crib is free. It is empty <laughs> I mean, now. Wifey left. <laughs> Angela linked up with the man them for a little henny. <laughs> it's it, it looks like, you know, my man Ghost gonna get them cheeks. Oh God! These two. Yeah, Valdez uh, cheeks is back. Oh God! Uh, I cannot stand these two. This man did not wait not even twenty four hours from it's, his wife leaving him to be like, "Hi." This Angela. is my thing. I can't, like, I can't stand by and not acknowledge the fact that they're trying to equate Angela's problems with ghosts. <laughs> like, right. Right. Are you okay? No. Are you okay? No. <laughs> like, Angela, you got thrown off a case. Literally it. You're sti- you still got a promotion recently. Mm-hmm. You're still a cop. Yeah. You can still do other cases. You're in fucking New York, for God's sake. Cases are popping up by the minute. You'll be fine. Right. Like, it's not the end of the world. She's like, I'm not okay. I'm damaged. <laughs> like, God. And then she tried to put out there about, I can't stay long. Girl, is that what she said? Oh, yeah, I must have missed that. Girls, girls say that all the time. I know she probably <laughs> didn't shave her pum pum. She probably put out. She has her granny panties on. Just every she wasn't prepared. She every was not deterrent. prepared. She's like, oh, I will not have sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him I'm leaving early. I tell him I got things shaving. to do. <laughs> Yo, that is the move when you're that really trying to like not make it happen. Like, yeah, you know, I can be here for like an hour. Listen, but I, I can to tell go. by the pants. If a girl's in, if it's gonna happen or not. Okay, let's hear this. I have to hear this. Listen, you come in my house in tights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> tights or like 
those like short skirts. Mm-hmm. I know what I know what it, I know what time it is. Okay. I know what time it is. Pum 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 shots, all those. Okay. You come to my house with some tight top jeans or like something real fancy. I know it's not not going. Any jeans that look like it takes you a while to pry them <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's not going in. Because these women think about this stuff ahead of time. <laughs> this is not going in at all. Y'all Yo, that's sick. jokes. That is jokes. I will not confirm or deny. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm not confirm or deny. Sorry. Gotta look out for my ladies. Um, Gotta look so out for on. your future <laughs> prospects. That's what it is. <laughs> Don't want none of the madam to listen to the podcast and be like, ah, okay. okay. <laughs> Tony's at the Tony's at the date in her leggings. <laughs> Let's go. You're so stupid. Both. Trust me. First of all, I wouldn't even show up to a date. In leggings. That means if I show up to a day in leggings, I actually don't like you. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, so, okay. And then the next, I guess, important thing that happens or big thing that happens is obviously Kanan using those two guys to what he says was to scare Tommy and the Italians. Yes. But then these guys ended up putting in real bullets uh yeah that was get it. i feel like either way it went yeah it was gonna shoot those two guys yes and i feel like he kind of knew they wanted to prove themselves um do you I think don't so think he, he i don't i don't as know far if he, as like yeah they're gonna put real bullets in there yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't think he thought that no, hard no but no. i thought i do think his original plan was always to roll up on them Shoot them. They're two mm-hmm. dispensable niggas that he doesn't care about. Care about, yeah. And to get close show to the his Italians. loyalty and ties with Teresi and Tommy and the yeah. rest of the family. Yeah. And he didn't need to. And he's skipping the middleman because he tried going going with Tommy and letting Tommy get him in. And Tommy was just like, "No, I'm cool. You know what? I'll handle, I'll handle it. it. Yeah." Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "All right, I got to get my own way in the family." And yeah. So he saves the car. He saves Carmine. He saves um, the Teresi family in a sense. Yeah. To to their knowledge, and then yeah, he has that little sit down with them. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "Oh, Kanan's gonna be forever good with this family now." For real. What? For that, that was, was smart. Genius. That was just, hella smart. I was like, "This is." Vintage Kanan. Yes. This is what I signed up for. Yes. When this I was is, watching it, I was thinking about you. I'm like, Marlon must love this I scene when he watched it. <laughs> I was so apt. I'm like, this is what I pay for. Yes. I don't pay See, for it. See, but this is the thing I'm talking about. Like, they ha- the writers have it in them because that was them. fucking smart. I yeah. was, when he was like um, telling the guys to do whatever, whatever, I was like, what the fuck is he up to? And then when he mm. came out and started blasting them, I was like, Oh shit! Yeah, because I was I was happy it didn't make sense to me at yeah. all why they were going to go. Because he's like, it's it's good for the it'll be good for business or some shit like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it, something about um it'll bring bring them closer. To get, this is what it, you got to do um for some street shit to really go off or whatever. I can't remember what he said. I can't exactly. remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he gave them a reasoning. I was like, that doesn't really that doesn't really <laughs> add up. I don't get it. <laughs> well, like, let's see how this plays out. Maybe he's got some plan that I don't know about, but I didn't think it was going to go in that direction. I had right. no idea that he's going to kill those two niggas until they start. They're, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna put real bullets in there." <laughs> then I'm. That's exactly at that point. I'm like, "Wow, Kane is going to intervene, and he's going to look like a hero 
<laughs> yeah. And he did exactly that. It was beautiful, man. The other thing I thought of, which I obviously know that's not going to happen, but I feel like a lot of people are talking about Tommy dying this season. Yeah. A lot of people said that. And yeah. I'm like, is this... I knew I that mean, wasn't going to be how I know that's not going to yeah. happen, but is it's, this like alluding or foreshadowing to what might be? I knew that they weren't going to shoot Tommy. I, for some reason, thought that Carmine was going to get killed in that scene, but okay. with the drive-by. Yeah. Um, either Carmine or that older guy that punched Tommy in the face. Right, right. Who's like Teresi's brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I thought that was going to happen, but I don't know. With the whole Tommy thing... I feel like if he's going to die, it's got to be like... I don't want Tommy to die. <laughs> it's got to be Teresi that kills him. <gasps> oh, I'll be so pissed. It's, yeah, it's got to be someone oh. that makes you absolutely livid. Because it, it it doesn't make any sense for it to for it to play out any other way. Like, right, It's right. got to be an emotional, it's got to be worth it, and Ugh. it's got to be... Like yeah, nah, Tommy's Teresi, gotta kill Teresi. I'm it's either he, he's gotta kill he's gotta kill Tommy or Tommy's gonna kill Teresi. Or his mom should kill Teresi. That would be cool as like a way to save her son. That would be sick, right? To finally show up because she's yeah. never been like and then just a mother hit him ever. With the, I told you he was fucking crazy. Yeah, you don't want to listen, Tommy. <laughs> now give me some more cocaine. She's just coked know. out. She's got coke on her nose. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um. So, yeah, so just to, like, wrap it up, that scene with Teresi um, telling his wife mm -hmm. about why he's really out. Because, of course, everyone is wondering how the hell this guy got out, yep. and his wife included. And she's like, okay, how, why did they let you out? And she, you know, ends up telling her the truth. Like, in for a split second, I thought he was going to say, nah, like, the cops think I'm doing XYZ, but no, I'm actually whatever. But mm. then he goes and admits that, yeah, like, I don't give a fuck about Tommy and Ghost. If this is what I had to do to get out. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. So in that moment, I don't know. I was kind of like hoping that he'd be like, you know, I was, I don't know. I was hoping that he really wasn't a snitch. Like, I really I thought, don't want him to be a I snitch. I really thought he was just going to say, um, the police have a hard on for, Tommy's friend Ghost. Yeah. So I'm gonna get information on Ghost. Yeah. And not Tommy and try to, to yeah. get Tommy out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just he just threw his son's name in there too. <laughs> like Tommy and Ghost, both them niggas could die. Yeah, right. Shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know this nigga. <laughs> like, I don't know this nigga from nowhere. He come visit me in jail. Talk about like daddy, they say daddy. I'm. Yeah, daddy. I don't know this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take no tests. I don't know this shit. <laughs> his mom was a slut. <laughs> could have been anybody. <laughs> could have been anybody. <laughs> So, like, it, it, it's clear that he doesn't care about Tommy in the way that he's saying. And um, for some reason, I feel like his wife is going to snake him. Ooh. I feel like there's no other reason to really include her in this story because right. we don't see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't ever, like... She's not included in family endeavors. Mm -hmm. Only like one time when Tommy was trying to figure out who his dad was. That's the mm -hmm. only time anything. And that was completely by accident. Right, right, right. So I, I just it could, I feel it could like go either two. It could go it. either of two ways. It could either go exactly what you're saying that the the wife is going to play a part in like I don't know putting because him on she was glass or whatever, and she was eavesdropping and stuff like that, or. The other way could be is that they had to use her to to put any kind of like doubt of 
in anybody's mind of whether or not Teresi's really out here. Yeah, what his motives were. What his motives are, and his wife would be the only person that he would confess that shit to. So would it's it like be, one though? of two ways. Yeah? Who else? Would He's it? not going to tell nobody else that. I f- Mm, yeah, that's true. That's he's true. That's not true. Tell because yeah, because the rest of the men are straight mafia. Think he's been not a rat for twenty five yeah, exactly. years. Exactly. This is Teresi. She, he's been in the bin twenty five years. Didn't say a word to nobody. He yeah. would never. Because <laughs> then, because Connie brought that up too. She's like, uh, if the other guys find out, like, aren't they gonna be pissed? And yeah. he's like, nah, it's whatever. Like, they won't find. Out. I don't remember what he said, but yeah, even she brought that up. Like, uh, are you sure about this shit? So. Again, yeah, I'm that, actually very interested in this storyline. I love when Teresi's on the screen because I really want to know what's going to happen there. Yeah, that that storyline is is interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see where where they take it. For sure. And then, of course, Proctor, just really quickly, we don't have to talk on it too much, but Proctor gets arrested for... Um, they're, did he get arrested? No, no, he didn't get arrested. They searched his house. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, see, they searched his house. We're dialing back to when Tommy killed that guy. Totally don't remember what he was. I there totally for. don't know how <laughs> they got the idea to go to his house. That's where my thing is. What did they I say? I do not remember at which point they, they said made something. the connection of this special agent showing up at. Oh, you know what house. they said? You know what they said? Um. Which I felt like this happened so long ago, but maybe it didn't. I don't know. But they said that the computer that he was using pinged off of... Isn't that what they said? Yeah, but I felt like they said that so long ago that they should have went on that a long time ago. But that's what I'm saying. I was like, I feel like this happened so long ago. Why is it being brought up now? Why would a judge sign off on this knowing that John Mock is currently trying to get the guy disbarred? Right. Like, I don't know. It's just, it seems weird. Yeah. And I hope I was like, oh, damn, if they search the floor and there is any residue of blood left on that shit, it's a wrap. It's real talks. Poor thing. Um, okay. Well, that was the episode. Yeah. Right. I think we're like, we didn't talk too much shit about it this time. It might be it was, getting better. It was, a, it was a decent episode. It was decent. <laughs> it might be getting a little better. You know, Maybe the power. acting with Tasha and Silver. Uh, did not appreciate oh that. god um but, i actually was trying to block that out of my yeah, memory yeah <laughs> that was just i'm like you just you just went back to this guy you guys are hug up and ting and and ting already like this is <laughs> nah man yeah no i don't believe it i've never believed it since they I started was their really affair. rooting for tasha to have one episode where i don't find her doing something stupid and she was <laughs> so close <laughs> Literally the last 10 minutes of the episode, this woman fucking shows up at Silver's house. With their E, and he's like, you know, you two, because of course they make, they made so much mention of Yaz, the little girl in this episode. Yo. I really think they're paying attention to people. Yeah. They made so much mention of her. But anyways, he was like, you know, you two could come live at my house. And it's like, what no, they can't. <laughs> like, what a gal clown. He's such a gal clown that this guy's smart in every other way to figure out all this shit. Figured out that Ghost is dirty. Figures out that Proctor's dirty. But can't figure out that the one thing he's slapping is dirty? That's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. How you th- I-, I don't know why he feels like she's so like unaware power. of the, th- the things transpiring in her own home. It's the pussy power. You know. Yeah, Tasha got that cookie. Cookie. She has that cookie still. Oh gosh. 
Um, okay, so yeah, that's the end of the episode mm-hmm. and our episode. Yes, thank you guys for tuning in. Where can um, they find this again? Extra Gravy Show. Uh, search that up on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Twitter, Instagram. You'll find us and Tony every single week. Um, she will be reviewing lots of different things. We have Insecure coming yes. up. Yes. We have the Emmys coming up. Yes. Special, so, special thing for that yeah, we got working on. Exactly. And you guys are always hitting us up about, you know, award commentary and whatnot. So if you guys, if you guys want to see some Emmys commentary, we'll be we'll be providing that. I, I guess we got to find some some special guests. It's coming. It's all coming. Us. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, Insecure starts beginning of August. No, August twelfth. August twelfth. Yeah. And I heard there's no Team Lawrence this season, so it should be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's no Lawrence. No Lawrence in season Lawrence? three. <gasps> Yeah. Really? Jay Ellis is not in season three at all. Interesting. Because if you think about it, the show isn't about him. It it's isn't. About, it's it about Issa. Isn't. And he it was only in, included because Issa was there. Oh, fuck. And whatnot. And all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but yeah, so he's only there because Issa was there and um, he's a part of that. Their so whole like, relationship. But obviously their relationship is pretty much done now. Yeah. So I guess he doesn't need to be involved. That's true. Do people still want them to get to stay together? Like, I don't. At this point, no. I'm like, come on. No, he can. He's whack. I don't like him anymore. Yeah. Yeah, moving on to more eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Eye candy that well. busts in her eye? Okay, hey. Hey, hey man. No, you know, so, you She's know. like, you know, things happen. <laughs> whatever um but yes no i'm definitely excited for that so yeah y'all stay tuned we got a lot of fun stuff happening yes yes very very soon i'm marlon and i'm tony and thank you guys for listening later bye all right hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style